Full of Sound and Fury is a podcast for adults, by adults, containing adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Setting set on the equalizers, boys. These y'all's got opinions. They are not relevant. They are not interested, but they are here. They're guaranteed to be interesting. Relevant, I guess. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, how's the sound quality? Because I'm trying this with a new headset. I, I would say it's too good. <laughs> yes. I want you to hear old man in 5.1. I want old man Atmos. Well, I definitely feel the guy having his hair blown backwards on the couch. <laughs> it's Memorex. Where on earth is my volume control? <laughs> <laughs> Ride the snake. Ride the snake. It should not be this hard to find. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to lull y'all in a sense of comfort with your audio settings and then. There's no comfort. In. Oh boy, hell yeah! <laughs> well, I guess I'm just gonna be deaf because I, I literally can't figure out how to. I mean, you trying to do a... it within the yard instead of on your OS. You know, I'm I'm fine with either. <laughs> you know, I've got a website. If you buy some prints, I can tell you how to turn your volume down. <laughs> See, that's funny too. I'm not sure how I copy pasted the wrong link. <laughs> I clearly did. But I wasn't actually on my site in the browsers. I really don't know where that came from. <laughs> it was nice to see some of your stuff. I hadn't checked it out in a while. Yeah, <laughs> same here. I like that flash. Same color. here. Sure. <laughs> I am meant to do uh, that. <laughs> I think it's Cyrus GPT. Oh, man, if only. <laughs> I put the T in GPT. Well, let's get started before I go deaf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can only mute you, Keyshawn. I can't hear <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's like college. <laughs> All or We've come. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. You can't do that. You got to hold up the cup so we can see what the the logo is on it. I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I saw, I thought my I saw twenty year ship. My twenty year old Walgreens mug. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> This is riveting audio, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) We got the episode title already. My 20-year-old Walgreens mug. Friends, Romans, countrymen, this is sort of a podcast you're listening to. Not at all an epic disaster. My 20-year-old Walgreens jockstrap. Mm, I don't think anyone should have a 20-year-old jockstrap, regardless of where it comes from. Indeed. What are you talking about, man? the, the the shell the carapace hardens over time. That was my concern, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's not healthy. That's not what you want. I mean, it happens. I'm Cyrus Mortazavi. I have like 20 minutes before my iPhone tells me this is too loud. From Kirkland, Washington, and apparently GreatSwordStudios.com. Um, apparently, I'm just sending that out to everybody now. I had no idea. Better marketing than I thought. With us from the ATX is Ariel Rodriguez. Hello. Also with us, returned and, and just psyched as hell, evidently, is Keyshawn Xavier Roberts. With his bourbon, highlighted Keyshawn. Don't say any more, though. <clears throat> you, that bourbon company needs to pay you for that shit. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> 
are we all coming in hot? I don't know. I feel like I'm always I'm always rambling to some amount, so whatever. I'm I figure we're gonna start with like how well Cooper Rush did, and then just uh, keep on going from there. I think that's the last time I was even remotely close to participating in one of these. <laughs> About <laughs> beginning of maybe somewhere around there. I was scrolling I back through podcasts trying to figure out where where I might have been tangentially involved last. So I'd be ready to speak. And you landed on the Cooper Rush era? I did. <laughs> it was it was random enough that I I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it kind of describes the Cooper Rush era. Exactly. <laughs> well, I'm in a good place sports-wise. Um, we're recording on a Saturday afternoon, depending on where you're at. Uh, Liverpool just won for the first time, and it feels like since the Cooper Rush era. So that's good. <laughs> What time do you have to get up to watch those games? Are they like morning? Uh, they can be as early as four thirty a.m. if it's the Whoa. noon game in England. But Liverpool usually is not their morning game. So, and then Champions League is wonderful because they're like, you know what? We want that sweet North American money. You guys are playing at eight p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your dinner and get on the pitch, boys. Yeah. <laughs> That explains all the vomiting. Yeah. <laughs> no. I got no time for these euros. I need the, we need those USDs. <laughs> <laughs> but it's tomorrow in Istanbul. I don't care. You have to get paid. <laughs> it's tomorrow in Istanbul. <laughs> There's the actual title. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, Key, what have you watched since the Cooper Rush era? Oh, this is a dark place to start. You, you are literally the guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's like uh, you know, you remember when they woke up Buck Rogers? <laughs> like, what what have you been doing? <laughs> that was before the Cooper Rush era. That's right. But when they they woke Buck Rogers up, I, I'm assuming Buck was, Buck had no fucking idea about what was going on with anything in the world in the 25th century. And uh, that's how I feel. <laughs> Again, I I feel less like a guest and more like a witness. <laughs> I I think I could come along and I might be able to opine on something, maybe. But I have no idea. <laughs> we we just gonna have to see what you guys think about things, because <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> got absolutely nothing. <laughs> I know Ant Man's out. And yes. uh, it's a te- it's a testament to that Ant Man's out, and I hadn't seen it. I'm doing good to know it's out. Uh, I saw the trailer for oh, we can talk about trailers. I've seen trailers, a plenty. The oh 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 the uh, I am insane. This is dangerous territory though. Oh oh Tetris the movie. Come on, oh, yeah. I have this yet to see the trailer. Spe- I saw like. Two seconds of it, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta save this for later. <laughs> it's spectacular, boys. It's spectacular. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I was guffawing through the trailer. <laughs> and it got better as the trailer went on. Normally, you know how these days they'll show like a little little bitty highlights at the beginning? Yeah, it's the a trailer, trailer for the trailer. Yeah, the trailer yeah, for the trailer I, nonsense. Yeah, I think that's for the Gen Z kids that can't last a lot more than three seconds before they flip <laughs> to the next thing. And uh, so they play the trailer, the pre-trailer, and and the pre-trailer doesn't even get close to how spectacular that that trailer was well made 
and I, I am psyched for that movie. It's the best way I could describe it is if Tetris the movie was a mid '80s Jason Bourne political intrigue. <laughs> That's the best way I could wow. put it. And maybe not Jason Bourne. That may not be right. It, that, but that that sense of like thr- that that political thriller kind of thing. The only the only line I heard before I paused and was like, I need to save this for later was something along the lines of only four people have seen this in the whole world. The Game Boy. Yeah. Pause, pause, pause. Okay, okay, okay. I'll save this. I gotta gotta watch this later. Oh, oh. uh, I mean, there's a Gorbachev appearance. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm telling you, this thing's great. So much Gorbachev in our lives lately, thanks to uh, Chernobyl. (laughs) This, I guess. (laughs) I don't know what happened with Chernobyl. You mean the show? Yes. Yeah, that, I remember that came out. A they few rode years that ago. pony to The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, I have seen The Last of Us. Okay. Uh, you, but again, I don't know if you guys have already spoken about it. We're gonna keep speaking about it. It's good. But b- before well, we leave trailers, let's talk about something that's gonna be, I think, hugely divisive. I think the Flash looks good. <laughs> that's not divisive. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> no, no, no! Cyrus Mortis, he's everybody. <laughs> he's, he's, he's my friend, and I hate to watch somebody abuse a friend. I'm sure there's many of you out there that have have friends that have been abused, and to see them go back to an abusive relationship, it's hard. It's hard to watch, and I hear Cyrus say that the Flash movie looks good. And it's like he's going back to an abusive relationship. And it's, and it's only going to end in disaster. Now, Michael Keaton's going to be great. And I will sit there and just cheer away. But I, I've been beaten too many times. It's going to be... It's going to be... What's his name? Ezra Miller? Yeah. Ezra Miller, right? I was going to say Ezra Bridger, and that's the wrong show. Uh, Ezra, that's the other thing. Right, right. Uh, it's going to be 98% Ezra... I mean, double the Ezra, double the fun. I bet you there's going to be a thousand Ezra by the end of it. And we're all going to be going, yeah, at least three Ezras. And and we're all going to come out going, there was too much Ezra in my coffee. I need more Michael Keaton in my coffee and less Ezra. I love how meta it is. Not only is Ezra Miller they them, but the Flash is now they them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, all of them are they them, right? I mean, now we got Supergirl... Honestly, I don't know if that's going to be a variant of Superman or honestly, was it Supergirl or is it a variant of Superman? Supergirl. It was Supergirl. They said the name. Kara. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. See that that was the thing. I was like, okay, I didn't know if it was full on Supergirl if it was going to be uh, like a variant. I think the abusive relationship metaphor is unfortunately apt here, but <laughs> some, but you have to remember in an abusive relationship there are good times. That's why you keep going back to it. <laughs> Mm. I think this could be one of the good times. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's what the abusee says, <laughs> and the abusee's always wrong. Just, there weren't good times; it was bad all along, and it takes some getting away from it, it just to finally see. And it's like, oh, baby, please, baby, please, please, please come. Look, look, I got Michael Keaton, baby. Look, look, it's a. You guys don't understand. My CDs are in DC's truck. Okay, we can't just work out. <laughs> Got to struggle for like another two, three years. Shit. <laughs> Made me laugh so hard I hurt my back. <laughs> that was good. Oh. 
Come on, just a little Michael Keaton. I, I got some right here, baby. Come on. Come on. It's, look, look, look at him. He's in his Batman outfit. He's he's literally Batman. He, he tells said you all the time. It. He said it. Watch this. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> look at that. Look at come on back, baby. <laughs> just one more time. For me and Michael Keaton. No. Ariel, Ariel you're you're lying. Where are you at on this? I gotta say, I'm I'm more excited for it uh, after watching the trailer than I was before, and I I, I know a little bit about the the film for uh, reasons I I I won't uh, I cannot disclose, but uh, oh. you know, it's another take at Flashpoint, uh, which is you know a fun story in and of itself, and um, it's I, it just it's weird to kind of approach something and know kind of like well this is self contained right like when this is over. He's no longer going to be the Flash, Ezra Miller. <laughs> None of these Batman are really going to be featured again, probably. We're going to be kind of done with this after this one foray. So from that perspective, like, I'm on board. I'm on board to check it out. I'm not... My expectations are really low in terms of, like, what this means as far as DC heroes and anything moving forward. But it looked fun. <laughs> it's untrodden ground. This film franchise is start, starting with a reboot. I'm all yes. in. And then it will reboot itself into, <laughs> it'll like wink out of existence when it's done, right? It's like uh, a whole portal to a whole universe opens up. You look and you peer inside, it peers back into you, and then it winks out and it never comes back. Yes. This is the culmination of a decade of <laughs> shit movies. <laughs> and, and we're going to put a bow on it. And then we want you to come back one more time. And we promise it's it's so much Batman. You can get all the Batman. That, that part, that part has been a little weird. I gotta admit, like I, I'm excited for Michael <laughs> Keaton Batman and that whole thing, but the like the and looming Affleck. and and Affleck, yeah, and yeah. the rumor is a, another Batman in the after credits. Sure. Uh, like <laughs> the posters have more Batman featured than than the Flash logo in some mm -hmm. of the posters that they've official ones that they put out. Like they're like that's correct marketing. Like wow, <laughs> like wow, okay. Yeah. But sure, again, like this is a weird one-off thing that, like, well, this is the sunk cost fallacy writ into existence in terms of we did this and we're just gonna ride this all the way to the end instead of making it go away. So, yeah, I just watch with fascination. Frankly, See, it, it doesn't surprise me at all because when 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 you're in again, you're trying to bring baby back. You try, you're trying to bring her back. And you don't bring her back by beating her over the head and face with, and remind her of all the ugly times. And so you wouldn't have all that flash. You're going you're gonna to try and show the, the pretty side. And that's going to be all the Batman you could possibly show if you're DC. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to have a, an AI-rendered Adam West. I mean, I'm going to go full <laughs> tilt. Come on, baby. Come on back. Batman. I'm Batman. Of course they are. I can't argue with any of this is the worst part. <laughs> I know. That's what's great. <laughs> I, I, st I still want to watch it. These are all really very super valid criticisms. Oh, I mean, I'm thrilled for coming out of that movie. I can't, I, I can't wait. I mean, it's a win-win. I can't wait for I mean, this to be over. I mean, it, Ariel's big pitch was, I have low expectations, so I'm fascinated. And, yeah, I have no I'm going in, in it. Yeah, it could only be bad. I mean, it's no, like, I mean, I'm if sure it comes have, out good, it's I'm over. I'm sure it'll have fun moments. Oh, yeah. It might, be, it might be solid all the way through. I honestly don't know. They've had they've been sitting on it for so long 
and they've done reshoots even amid all the Ezra Miller controversy that what kind of came out of the can the first time or went back into can, depending on how you want to look at it, and came out to be reshot, there could be two different movies. I mean, it's hard to say yeah. for sure. It'll be really fascinating <laughs> to see what it ends up being in a theater or when it you know goes to theaters. Uh, when does I doubt I'll actually go to a theater to watch it. I think June, right? Uh, so that we got about. Right. It looks like it's at least two movies for Ezra, <laughs> for Ezra Miller to murder somebody, and them to have another swipe swipe at editing this thing. I wonder if they're going to get uh, uh, Grant Austin in there. That I might I'd actually like. Yeah, I'd like that. I mean, none of the rest of the cast. I think I think I made my views on that clear like seven eight years ago. <laughs> but <laughs> he's a great player. So yes. Apparently they're rounding up a bunch of the Arrowverse people to come back for the finale. That sounds fun. Yeah. I can't bring myself to watch it, but it's nice that that's out there in the world. That might actually be my summary for the Flash movie, too. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's fitting. It's both. The world's a flat circle. What what the hell is it you said? (laughs) It's tomorrow in Istanbul? (laughs) It's, I did say that as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's tomorrow no, it's from, for Flash. And yesterday. That's the thing about the Flash. <laughs> Indeed. Everything is uh, on the table. Oh, uh, I am Especially if it's where Batman. Going. Did, have you guys already talked about the announcement that came out of uh uh oh, oh god, the new director for DC, the new head of Haunted James Gunn's announcement with did everything. You, yeah, did you yeah, see all that? Of course. And, and y'all already discussed all that stuff? As much as we could, there it's yeah. early days. Right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty psyched about that stuff. I like the idea of getting actors. Well, I really I I do like I like the idea of talent on my phone. <laughs> well, I was just about to bring up like the the difference between having actors do voice roles on cartoons versus really good cartoon voice actors that aren't necessarily live action, and I kind of. There's part of me that kind of wants those people to keep their jobs. Why bring in a bunch of you know paid actors and the, the cartoon actors lose the, lose job opportunities? But at the same time, I get it. Like you know, to have the voice and kind of animate them a certain way and act a certain way, and then possibly bring those people into live action. That's you know, Star Wars has done that some. And it's been badass in those instances where they get away with it. Hell, The Last of Us is doing it. That uh, first of all, y'all are all cut up to date, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, the the long haired dude that got his head ripped off, he was the voice of one of the characters on oh, in the game. Um, the, the second in command. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. yeah, in Kansas City. Which Jesus Christ, that was great. Kansas City, by the way. <laughs> you know, I had a moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's over yeah, that, that's what, that's what I told my wife too. I was like, Kansas City really having a moment this weekend. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> shit yeah but now, now it's yesterday in kansas city uh, <laughs> can we have a Keyshawn old man moment i mean there's gonna be many of them in this episode i'm sure i, I need a singer for that is, <laughs> is anybody hanging is anybody hanging around after the credits and watching all the post credits material like i know there's the the teaser for next week and I'm then the they animal have Keyshawn. of course i am the recap okay i i, I unfortunately am not because that's usually oh very late so i i watched the preview and then i i gotta i gotta go to bed because i gotta wake up early and take the kids to school or whatever so usually not hanging out for the post credits well imagine uh, if you will 
what we just described for all the attention span deficient children of the world that see a two or three second pre-trailer and then cut away before they see the trailer and take that pre-trailer and put it at the end of the credits. So it's like a regurgitation in a simplified form over two minutes of what you just watched. So it's, you know, it's not like, I'm sorry. I just became a human gif of that thing where the equations are like all over your face. (laughs) (laughs) So I went on a 20 minute rant at the only person that's uh, uh, captured with me in this hell hole, my wife about this because it's infuriating me. She loves it. And I absolutely hate it because it's like, okay, you watch a really good artistically done episode. And my God, episode three was spectacular. So you watch these and Alzheimer. well done and, and interlaying levels of, you know, and things matching and rhyming with each other, uh, both, both visually and story wise. And then afterwards they come back and it's like, if you had your, 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 the, the, the stupid person doing a stupid translation with a pot and a pan, banging them together, going, here's what you just saw, and then tells it to you, and then tells it to you again, and then tells you a third time. And I challenge you, go and watch the fourth episodes, the, the post-credit thing, and in the first 15 seconds, the director slash writer he'll tell you what the episode was, and then he says it like two more times in different ways, He's saying the same damn thing over and over. It's not like, and I was telling my wife, it's like the Lord of the Rings. You would never be able to watch the multiple discs of background footage and all of the making of. You would never be able to tolerate it if they spent all those discs just telling you the Lord of the Rings over again in a simplified way in like three, four words. This guy Bilbo, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bilbo the Hobbit goes on a journey. And in this episode, he his name is Bilbo and he's a hobbit and he goes on a journey. And it that that's the post credit scene. And it's it, unexpected. It, <laughs> All right, I'm feeling oh, you. Oh, that's right. This is this is the he, Cliff he, Notes version that no one asked for. <laughs> that's right. And it's dumbed okay. down to the point of just you know you, if now I will say there are great moments where it's like they'll show or or briefly mention for 10 seconds that they put on a camp to train the actors to move in the ways that the the game did. And then they'll talk about uh, the deaf, young deaf actor and that they brought him in and he gets 20, 25 seconds. Those feel like an actual after credits sequence or not no 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 i'm sorry not after credit sequence a behind the scenes sequence that you would enjoy watching the problem is you get two of those sprinkles and a three and a half minutes of what i'm calling regurgitation which is literally them swallowing a great episode and then puking it back up in two and a half minutes of dumbed down for this is what you saw in an unexpected journey how deaf are you now cyrus I get so furious. I found the flame button. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keyshawn's old man no, moment. No, so it's all good. No. Well, thank you this. for taking me through that and ruining it for me moving forward. Because I didn't really <laughs> occur, it never occurred to me just how dumbed down it was. But you're absolutely right. Oh. It's well. I don't feel guilty about skipping these. <laughs> well, there are little we all win. moments. 
Yeah, you yeah, were already yeah. winning. <laughs> you could. There are neat moments in there. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. you were doing yourself a favor. Didn't even know it. That's a shame though, because I I think uh, like uh, maybe Game of Thrones and Chernobyl had more meaty behind the scenes stuff. I felt when I wa- when I did have the time to watch those compared to what you're describing. Uh, Ariel, you couldn't be more right. I said the exact same words to my wife, and I used Game of Thrones as the example. I was like, somewhere between, and I'm not talking about the new Game of Thrones, because it's a little bit of the regurgitation too, but the old, the original Game of Thrones, for good and ill, their post-credits you know, uh, episodes that they would have, th- those things were really spelled out. My God, you got some really, the Battle of Bastards and how they made that, you could make a two-hour behind the scenes thing they probably did it's breaking down how they make that but it's different than telling you what the battle of the bastards was <laughs> and dumbing it down to the point and and not only dumbing it John down no a bastard was fighting <laughs> yeah it's like if i keep repeating the same point over and over in different words that's what it feels like to me like someone's trying to dumb this down get it through to you what uh, we just did for you going back to chat gpt version of of the episode i'd say chat gpt would summarize yeah yeah i I, chat gpt might do a better job of it i think it It, would be more diverse it might be doing it and that's why it sucks (laughs) perhaps (laughs) yeah i I don't know if you know this interest rates are pretty high right now guys they're having to cut costs everywhere (laughs) (laughs) oh so I love The Last of Us. I think it's brilliant. I think the third episode ought to win an Emmy somewhere along the line because, holy shit, that was amazing. The girl is spectacular. Uh, I like to call her Baby Yoda just to keep it easy. I can't remember her name. Um, that's that, that, it, It's the, the same pattern, just different different enemies. And that's, again, when you're really busy and can't keep track of things like names on shows and things like that anymore... Just oh, oh, maybe Yoda, I, got, but in The Last of Us. I've I've got the solution. Just remember Pedro Pascal. He's literally right. in everything. Yeah, <laughs> well, don't remember him because he's the common thing. You can just filter him out. Yeah, just, yeah, that's it. He's the in any thing. show. It'd be like you know that show Cheers. You know Pedro Pascal. He was doing stuff, and then these other characters, <laughs> and you could just kind of keep going. Yeah, I do who, worry. Who, who the fuck is his is his uh, his agent? I want to hire that person. <laughs> Yeah, that dude, uh, that he's dude. in everything awesome, <laughs> mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. He was also in uh, the Equalizer too. Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah. He's the bad guy. Uh, yeah. Man. Capital T, B, and G. <laughs> yeah, that that he's killing it. He's crushing it. I absolutely love it. But I do <laughs> worry that, I mean, I'm really enjoying The Last of Us, but. Old man Keyshawn comes in every episode whispering into my ear and he's going, anybody new is dead. You just <laughs> get used to it. And I'm fearful. Did you play the game? No. Are you kidding? <laughs> it was it was out a long time ago, so I thought maybe you had a chance. It was pretty my crushed. daughter's 15. That, that son of a bitch wasn't out 15 years ago. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Almost, though, right? It's a ten-year-old game, I think. Yeah, 12. yeah, that, uh, yeah. I was, I was already sleepless and and uh, 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 neutered. Uh, there's no way. <laughs> I wouldn't have, wouldn't have had a chance to see. It that could game. be in that order, given what you just told me. But all right. <laughs> the problem is, I have to like, I, I, particularly a game like that. There is no chance, zero, and that 
if you start playing something that has a plot and a good plot like that, it will draw children into the room. Oh, yeah, because they the most will... inopportune moment, right? Oh, at all the moments. They'll be like, oh, you can't play without me watching. And then it's like some horrible, you know, scare the bejesus out of them. I learned that over the course of other games. And by the time The Last of Us was out, I knew, I knew it was an impossibility because it was like, well, I could try and play this from 10 to 11 at night. And now my children are old enough, they, uh, they don't sleep. So they'll just yeah. walk in anytime yeah right exactly you know it's midnight i think i'm getting away with something and then they're coming in like no you can't have any joy yet i'm still on. <laughs> i'm so i'll be very curious since both you guys hadn't played the game so you don't know what's kind of coming the, the the first season is supposed to be the entire first game like at that at when the last episode finally hits and you get to see kind of the, the ending which everybody says is supposed to match the game that they won't deviate from it be very curious to hear both your guys' thoughts. Oh, well, uh, now, to be fair, having given up on the hope of playing the game, you can get on YouTube okay, and watch sure. all the story okay. in like a 15-minute so condensed version. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've already been through through the second, through the sequel, but okay. I don't play it. I just have seen it. All right, right on. All right. I'll and be then, very well, curious I'm, to see how they implement that. Yeah. YouTube now, it's all like side-by-side comparisons right now. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they do that too. Yep, I've just just filthy oh, with okay. that shit. Yeah. Huh. Sorry, YouTube just throws a bunch of baking suggestions at me all the time. It wants me to watch more. You know how to make a, a chocolate. Uh, what are those things called? I can't remember those little chocolate things. Anyway, uh, Korean chocolate vendors making uh, different candies and things like that. And I watched one like three weeks ago. And <laughs> gotcha. I, yeah. Yeah. That's it. The algorithm's got you now. Oh my God. And God forbid my children get on my computer and watch what they want to watch and they don't get out of my account. Right. You're oh, yeah. oh, 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 how much my hero academia one man could stand and uh, <laughs> animations. Oh, I love the show. I've been through all of it, but it's the, it's the, the children that are out there that are the young Cyruses of the world, but with, present day technology that they can like get a Britney Spears song from 2002 and draw single animation cells. Maybe they draw five total and then they put the entire song and they'll move these five cells over it, call it an animation, put it on YouTube and other kids will just devour that shit. My daughter (laughs) just loves those. She makes her own and that's cool though. It's it's cool, and I'm glad for her, but I don't need a wall of it on my YouTube when I want to see things like Tetris the movie. <laughs> I got to beat the YouTube algorithm back. Well, see, like a yeah, bad dog. or you, you gotta you gotta do the Inception and like go to their account and just watch like nonstop Top Gun <laughs> stuff or something. PBS, <laughs> yes, PBS, like fishing videos from like yes. ESPN three, and then just like. <laughs> You know, bomb yeah, there, yeah. Tigers, tigers stalking gazelles from PBS, <laughs> and not the good kind, like from from This Is Earth or Planet Earth, but like the old PBS special, blurry videos of like 240p. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or uh, or young millennials that are trying to start farms. That's the other one. My father, when when they're over there, over they'll watch some of that shit, and oh, um, sweet Jesus. I, uh, when when Kansas City does go down, I hope those millennials <laughs> that are starting their farms are the first ones eaten. 
<laughs> I, I hope whatever wild pig well, bit the first infectee in Kansas City was a was a millennial YouTuber. Jesus Christ, I hate those videos. The Last of Us Episode 3 is making the argument that they're the only ones who will survive. <laughs> Fair enough. Wait a minute, he wasn't a broadcaster? Was he? No, he was a nut. He was a, he, he was a yeah. Oh, and no, no, no. I'm, no, I'm not talking about survivalist farmers. I'm I'm talking about like <laughs> yuppie kids that are like, we're going to live off the grid. We're going to start a farm and we're going to bring our $20,000 worth of video equipment with us to film it. And they make more money off the filming than they do on the actual farm. And they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. And it's like, this donkey keeps walking away. Maybe we build a fence. Today we're going to build a fence. And it, uh, just, just the, oh my God. It's, uh, try, you don't want to go. That was it. no don't. man moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like I said, you're going to have plenty, plenty of them today. The old man cast. Keyshawn, special cast on the old man cast. <laughs> it's tomorrow in Istanbul. Where's my flag in a funny? I need more bourbon. Okay, Key. Um, Calm no, down. Ariel's seen Calm it. Down, and, and now I've seen it. Have you seen Wakanda Forever? Uh, well. <laughs> oh, you got sad. Yeah, you've seen it. Oh, I absolutely saw it. The problem is remembering it. That's the sad part. It's like I saw it in theaters the weekend oh. it came out because my family, man, we hit MCU hard. The problem is literally it's like I'll have to. I, I was afraid that this was going to be on the agenda for this discussion. And I'm like, and it feels so sad because it's going to be me sitting in the background going, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. So I don't have much to offer other than I thought it was a beautiful, and I'm trying to harken back, it was a beautiful, beautiful narrative on loss is the best way I could put it. In a, and irrespective of, yeah, it was a great Marvel narrative on loss, but it was a great narrative on loss. Even forget a Marvel movie, any movie trying to tackle that subject is damn hard. I'd, I'd liken it to the Joker, you know, that the, the Joker movie, you know, that tackled some difficult, difficult subject matter, even though it's a comic book movie, but it was a good movie, irrespective of being a comic book movie. That's how I kind of felt about Wakanda forever. Now, if you're coming at it from, I want my Marvel fix, you know, I want my Marvel. Uh, it could have done better in some regards, I thought, in terms of the action slash comic part, but I don't think that's what they were going for. I thought the action comic part was kind of supplemental and that the the message was more about dealing with loss and grief and real life loss for that matter. And it ached through the entire movie. And that's the only thing that I can really remember about it. <laughs> yeah, the, the details, I don't know that I could offer up examples or instances I, I, hell, I'm trying, I'm struggling right now just to remember the post credit scene. And that's crazy. Normally you definitely remember that part. Uh, but that, that there's my take. I'm going to sit back and listen. I got no old man. I don't think I have any old man moments to offer on it. <laughs> you might remind me of one. Commander Hanson, you have the con. <laughs> uh, I mean, is it, everything you said just now, Key, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't speak for him or really put myself in his shoes, but I would, I would like to think that 
if I were Ryan Coogler, that's exactly what I want people to remember about my movie six months after they watched it is exactly what you just said. Cause that's really what the movie's about. And, and, and I think, uh, you know, it's a weird one in the sense that like everybody knows what happened outside the context of the movie within the context of making that movie and what happened with Chadwick Boseman and everything. And so you, it's this weird, you can't just experience it maybe like uh, Love and Thunder, let's say, just as picking another random example because cause it's recent and it didn't have a ton of news around it as they were making it compared to this, right? Like you can't really separate out the fact that like they were going to make a Black Panther 2, Chadwick Boseman passed away, it completely upended everything and whether they were even going to do anything about a black Panther two for a long time, were they going to recast? Were they not? What were they going to do? They made their decisions. The creative team had to kind of come together like the actors, director, writers and decide to do this, to make this. And we all kind of know that heading into the movie, right? Whether you're in the theater or the person play on Disney plus or whatever. So it's hard to kind of almost evaluate without, like because you have that knowledge right you just you just know so like thinking it through and like i watched it in theaters when it came out and i rewatched it on disney plus when it when it uh when it dropped um just knowing what they had to kind of rotate in terms of everything about what they wanted to do with this movie to make things fit with the context about how they had to make it uh it's i think it's incredible what they managed to create <laughs> frankly uh and i think making it a meditation on, on on loss and exploration on loss and death and honestly one of, one of the things i liked the most was seeing shuri kind of go into a dark place with it because that's a natural aspect of this you lose your brother and i mean if, i guess spoilers uh for the rest of it you lose your brother and your mother <laughs> in the context of the movie that's tough and that's going to make you go some pretty dark places potentially. And it was interesting to see them explore it, but they can't do a doker with it either. Right? They've got to make it a Marvel movie and have Marvel things happen. They've got to move those, the, the overarching world of Wakanda, the MCU as a whole, they've got to add places. They've got to develop Namor and Talokan and slash Atlantis and that whole thing too. Cause that's part of the plan as well. So they had to kind of balance it all. And I, I commend them for that balance. I think the last battle the whole Wakandan ship thing, I th- felt like didn't click for me. I go, I go back to that. I try to think about things that I wish maybe were done differently. And I, I, I think that battle, it was cool to see Ironheart do her thing and the, the midnight angels and everything show up. I feel like it was a little, it was just like, okay, we're just going to, we're just going to throw this raft out here and then like <laughs> try to have some stuff happen where the real thing that you wanted to see was Shuri versus Namor. And I, I, I wish they could have arranged that differently. Maybe had, had the bat, had the, Shuri versus Namor battle be set up without having that ship of stuff, but I I, I get it. They, 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 I, I don't uh, think it was lazy per se. I just uh, it didn't click for me. But otherwise, I thought it was phenomenal for what they had to do, and uh, really enjoyed it. Of course, help me out. Who are the Midnight Angels? Is that's that the, a uh, name? Is that a o- name in the comics now? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the super suit that Okoye wears, and um, uh, Aneka, I think uh, was were the those other one. in. I'm going to screw up the name. I'm not trying to be yeah, Tanahasi Coates. Tanahasi Coates. Is that from yeah. their run? Yeah. Okay. The hardbacks have only so many have come out and I've only, I haven't caught up with whatever the latest is. So I haven't seen, I haven't seen that name yet. God, I love them. Hey, help me out. Was anybody disappointed that, uh, Namor didn't come off arrogant enough for me. 
I mean, That's... to me, I really enjoy how arrogant Namor is in the comics. I think it's no one else in the Marvel U other than may, maybe uh, Doom is more arrogant than Namor. And Namor's pretty freaking arrogant. And I just, he was too, char- I mean, he was very charming. That's something that's just charming. That actor's charming and it comes through in the character. And holy crap. But I need me some arrogance with Namor. <laughs> You know, just some pure, unfiltered arrogance. And I just, and, and again, I don't remember. There might be great examples of it. And you're going to tell me, Keyshawn, nope, nope, nope. You were wrong. Remember this, this, and this. And I'll say, I'm sorry, I forgot. But I, my recollection is that I, I did not get that. I was like, oh, man, that's a brushstroke. I wish, really wish they would have applied to that painting. Great painting. I just wish it would have had that brushstroke to it, you know? Did, am I misremembering or off? Did you guys ever have that feeling? Not at all. There's just a, there's a lot to unpack there. So to Ariel's point, uh, Ryan Coogler once again shows what a skilled filmmaker he is with the decision to lean into the fact that this film has to be about the loss of Chadwick Boseman and told a, told a very, very good story again. He, he, they, they realized probably, I'm guessing, from the get-go, they couldn't run from it, so they just ran with it instead. It was yeah, brave to um, do that, right? Absolutely. Right. And sure, it does go through the five stages of grief. And that and that's how they decided to like, you know deal with the loss of, you know, not just, you know, this talented actor, but this person that was family to them. I, for one, am here for RC Mexican overlords. <laughs> and I... You're right. It, it's a different take on them more. Um which we now know that's apparently how you're supposed to pronounce it. What? <laughs> Which one? Namor. It's Namor Nam- because it's like Nino Sinamor. He has, he has no love. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. I forgot Namor. about that part. Oh, that was I, smart. But, yeah. And, you know, he, the arrogance is lost. But we get so much more with this take on him. He's like a top 10 character already. Like, he's I fucking clever. Like, like, at the end of it, he doesn't lose. He, he's telling he's his, his subordinate. You know, because of what we, you know, we didn't lose to Wakanda. We're now welded to them. We have an alliance. They just don't know it yet. This is like rewatching it because I, I, now I'm remembering it. <laughs> I thought that oh, was yeah. really sneaky. Like it really put through in a bunch of palace intrigue to, to Talokan that I didn't expect they were gonna, they were gonna do. And you, you kind of see like, well, are Atuma and Namorita gonna like betray him at some point because they don't they stop believing him? Like there's all kinds of rich territory to explore there with like a few lines i've just i was impressed i i have to ask they made a line is cool that's extremely impressive <laughs> yeah the I, I got two thoughts on that one is wasn't there a namora and a namorita namorita was the one that was bad namora was the good one that went on to be with the new warriors maybe so you're right a history you're question right. But I, I can't remember, or if they were, the, if it was always the same one, and she was bad for a while, then became good and went over to the uh, New Warriors, and it was just Namorita all along. I can't remember. Well, that, if there were that's some Jean Grey shit right there. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, you could tell when I was reading heavily, um, but that that was playing in my head the entire time of like when they had that character and he mentioned her name, so I'm like, okay. They're, you know, they're throwing that out there for me to gnaw on. <laughs> and uh, the the other part was that I loved that they showed the lifestyle of 
I can't remember what they called it. Atlantis. I, I, I still want to call it Atlantis. I know it's not that now. What do they call it? But, Telecon, Telecon. But, Telecon. I mean, it's Atlantis. I mean, we all, we all know. Yeah, yeah. But, and I love that they showed, you know, there's, there's families and there's this and that. But what they didn't show was it was just like Namor with guards that he ordered around. As opposed to like any kind of what's the day-to-day life interactions at in their uh you know a game of thrones level like of politics and life that you would get looking at atlantis you you see what i'm saying like you didn't really get that you just got him issuing orders to soldiers and you, you got you certainly got the sense that these two particular ones are over the others you know they're lieutenants as opposed to private they ran out of time the film is I two agree. Four, 245 already. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh, Miracle that and they got what they got. <laughs> it, did, it did make me, it was like, boy, I would love to see more of that. You know? Which, the mark of know, a fine film. I hope so. Apparently, uh, Universal has the rights to name more films, like standalone films. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just like the Hulk situation, so they you're can't, like... You're shitting me. No, I'm pretty sure... We're going to be carrying is... that Bay Crumpsy bullshit for just forever. <sighs> Yeah, so like Aww. they can't have a standalone movie. You gotta like weave them into. <laughs> there can be else. no other mutants west of the Mississippi either. <laughs> Fuck my nicely, life! Yeah, <laughs> Damn it! So you know they'll they'll show up in whatever other Disney Plus or other movies, maybe Black Panther three or Thunderbolts or who knows. I'm just saying when the revolution happens, I know that we're all gonna you know the. The society's going to cave in on itself. All those kind Not of things. There's a lot. There's a lot of. <laughs> there's a lot of bad things that are going to happen. But those people in Kansas City, you know what? One thing they could have had was a more standalone movie. There wouldn't have been any <laughs> fucking lawyers standing in between them and and well and electricity standing between them and making a more standalone movie. God damn lawyers! I mean, from a creative perspective, right? Not business, whatever business, lawyer and law stuff. They sure have done a lot with Namor over the la- the last few years, haven't they? <laughs> Since they got oh, those rights, they're really yeah. they're really doing doing right by that property by like squatting on it and doing jack shit. Yeah, it's, uh, so inspiring. I well, I mean, it, oh god. See now the adult part. The old the, another. See, I didn't think there was going to be a Keyshawn old man <laughs> moment, and, and we. I thought you were going to talk one. about how nobody went to the bathroom in Atlanta, so. We're we're in we're in good oh, shape here. They, oh, they no, live in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> there are no bathrooms in Atlantis. <laughs> Damn it! If we didn't have such a good title already, <laughs> there are no bathrooms in Atlantis. And it's always Jesus. tomorrow in Istanbul. Just combine oh, them. Oh <laughs> man! <laughs> oh my God! That's like that's like the. The wizards in Harry Potter that would just uh, dis- turn their shit invisible. <laughs> Do you remember that? Anybody remember wasn't this? That, Am I the only them? one? I thought it was. Like, I thought it was like they just put it through a portal or something. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. Well, uh, what's her face? The creator of Harry Potter came out in a tweet and said something about oh, how they God. In, in the old days a couple <laughs> hundred years. Yeah, that, <laughs> well, they would disappear. They would make it turn invisible, like in the old days before you know uh, modern okay. day plumbing, and. Of course, my first reaction on Twitter was, so that means 200 years ago, all the wizards are wading through invisible shit everywhere. They're just walking through it. 
because just turning invisible doesn't make it go away. It's a yeah. metaphor for her career. Yeah, there you Apparently, go. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. It's the, it's the deep, deep lore. Oh, so Atlantis has just got feces flying all around it. And uh, dear God, as a water engineer, that really. Uh... Well, did you? I mean, you should watch the. Now you're uh, out, huh? You should watch the Marvel Assembled. Because I got a, I got an angle for you on this that's in that Marvel Assembled about. What go ahead. Go for it. So Tell they, me. There, there's like some really fascinating aspects of how they film those underwater scenes because they they actually have like I'm, I'm i'm and this stuff i'm telling you like serious like no this is the terminology they used wet for wet and dry for wet so they use they sometimes filmed in a pool and they got the lighting right for what it would be like to be underwater for those scenes uh-huh. but then they filmed some stuff in a blue or green screen where everybody pretended to be underwater but they weren't and that was dry for wet but they did a lot of wet for wet filming and um some of those actors like can hold their breath like Nomura, the actress that can hold for, the, the play Nomura, she can hold her breath for six minutes, which is Fuck. like and they were training her how to do that before they filmed. Then like so Atuma, Nomura, uh, Namor, of course, like they, they were getting trained to hold their breath for a long time to film a lot of those scenes. But then a few of them, they did it in CG. And then they were talking about how they wanted to make the water realistic. And part of what's in ocean water is like fish poop and mm-hmm. plankton stuff yeah. and just you Detritus, know excrement oh yes but yeah but you know <laughs> that doesn't go several whatever but so they have to add this like in the cg water they have to add the white kind of crap literally <laughs> like mm-hmm. film that's in the water there's like a grain to it it's not just yeah blue liquid and so they had to like figure out how to do that and also add it artificially in the physical scenes that they film underwater. So yes, they were literally trying to figure out how to put crap in the water, <laughs> both digitally and physically to film those scenes and make them seem accurate. Well, not once did I see a floating turd in that. I mean, there, there might've been well, yeah. small detritus, but I'm talking about giant Atlantean turds. <laughs> I can't they're they're on a fish based diet. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible! But watch, watch that assembled. It's, really... uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, now, Game of Thrones probably dedicated helped. five minutes to it. Oh, oh, that'd be. I wouldn't be surprised. He might have been too busy filming Avatar Seven or what he was doing there now. Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, well, yeah, well, he did just do Way of Water, where they were dealing with this crap for the first time as well. So, I mean, he's maybe there's maybe, maybe he's not in house, but he's adjacent. You know? Yeah, maybe they production people. You know, like kind of walk across sets and kind of help out. I mean, it just seemed really sophisticated, more than I would have expected in terms of the dedication that they put towards that. Because it, you know, it's so much is fixated on like other aspects of that movie. Again, like what they're dealing with Chad, not having Chadwick Boseman and how they have to have the characters go through stuff. And but that was like, wow, okay, they, you know, they put just as much, if not more, care into all the other production aspects in this movie compared to other stuff didn't feel like they were rushing it they really like thought stuff through i thought that was really cool i'm gonna have to watch this again tonight okay then i'm not gonna tell you what was in the post credit scene but no go for it was, um... go for it no no no, <laughs> no, no, no. go for it i'm not gonna no, last I... of us you <laughs> I'm, I'm... well i think you reminded me a minute ago when you said the five stages of grief because i was gonna say is, is the fifth kid or, or the fifth one a new kid <laughs> That's 
<laughs> not not traditionally, I think. Right, right. Let's see. Denial, anger. No, no kids. Because no, no <laughs> some people I've seen, I, I, that part reminded me of the kid, which reminded me of, there were complaints that I read online that like, that somehow took away from the message of the movie. And the notion of Shuri, you know, maturing into the, she went through the same journey that uh, Chadwick Boseman's character. Isn't it amazing that I think of Black Panther's name is Chadwick Boseman? I cannot remember the African name of the actual character. I King think T'Challa, son of T'Chaka. That's yeah. right. And I've read that for 40 some odd years. And yet, when I'm talking about these movies, I call him Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> And well, it goes back. Ought to be his American name. In the I was comp. I was telling a friend this, like you know, for these major characters, the actor is the is the character for so oh, many it's people, right? Like Robert yeah. Downey Jr. is Iron Man. They they freaking ended Endgame with the the silhouette of the hero and the actor signing their name over them, like I am this dude, <laughs> like or yeah, dudette. Right. <laughs> I mean, like you're right. It, it's true. Yeah, and and so Shuri's character, kind of you know, just like how. Chadwick Boseman wanted to get vengeance in Civil War. And you remember, it's like eventually he you know, learns more. And her, it's the same kind of story, which is why they had, uh, uh, what's his name, come back? Uh, Michael Jordan. Um, <laughs> Killmonger. Yeah. Killmonger, yeah. Yeah, Killmonger. <laughs> Finally, a good say? scene from him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait a minute. You didn't he, like him? He's strangely bad in that first Black Panther film. Really? Oh, and I love he, it. He, and he can act. I don't know what the hell the problem was, but his, yeah, I, I, a little reticent to like tell you this, but because once you see it, you can't unsee it. But go ahead. His delivery of his lines is is very stilted in that first movie. Really? I can oh, kind of I... see that. I I think I kind of had that impression. Well, it almost felt like he was trying to be over the top to be bad, instead of just kind of being straight. Oh, you see, I took that. Delivery. I took that as it was the character trying to be bad like literally like he's he's pushing he's pushing it the character the character himself is like antagonistic and really trying to push more than he would because of his anger and all of that i didn't take it as the actor you're right it could very well be that i just interpreted it entirely differently Man, I got now. Weird. Hey, that's is awesome! He... I got to have a double feature now. I got to watch the first, first one. Uh oh, but that History means month. that means I got to watch <laughs> Civil War again. You might as well. Well, you, yeah, Disney Plus gives you that Black Panther collection. You can just click oh. through. Might as well watch Infinity War and Endgame while you're. Oh, at it. Well, I know that's the problem, right? Is that as soon as you start dipping your toe in, you're floating it, you know, twelve foot deep in fish feces. <laughs> it's three a.m. Your kid is still awake. <laughs> but it's but it's morning in Turkey. Uh, that's right in istanbul yes yeah <laughs> it's tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> but so there were people that complained that 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 arc with shuri and the story that was in that movie that when you then go to the the little post it's not even post credit right it was mid credit i think i uh, see my memory starts to come back I when so. i see you guys I um the the whole like that was a pretty big story element there. Uh, in fact, I'm not sure. It'd be a good question to you guys. Do you remember another one of the post-credit scenes? There's been many brilliant ones, 
but have there been any that were that big a story element, a big plot element that was plopped and not for a plot element for a subsequent movie, but a plot element relevant to the movie you just watched, but that was put in the mid or post credit scene. I can't think of one that was that big a, a plot point. Cause you I mean, contextualizes what you just watched. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's like if you, if you did a, mid credit scene where you realize Bruce Will spoilers, Bruce Willis was dead all along, but you did it in a mid credit scene and it made, holy Jesus. It was all, I'm not saying it was as big as that, but it certainly did. Like Cyrus said, it recontextualizes much of the movie and it was mid credits. And I, and there were people that complained that either should have been in the movie. And even then maybe it shouldn't have been in the movie because it takes that Shuri storyline and kind of, says oh yeah let's sit that over here you're here's a new black panther potential coming in the future to kind of sure he's a placeholder let me put it that way that it gave uh, it it intimated that kind of a message of sure it put her into being that's a, a very cynical take on what's going on there uh i agree i would argue it adds depth to why nakia could not be home for his funeral Oh, definitely. And it adds legacy. It doesn't. It doesn't take Shuri away. She's now a link in this thousands of years long chain. I that is central agree. to this cultural and national identity. Yeah, Couldn't I, I love myself. Yeah, the word legacy is perfect. I mean, it, it... and I mean, she she earned like if anybody thinks that she doesn't didn't earn the title or the mantle of the Black Panther, like there's no heart shaped herb without her. Straight up to to yeah. to begin with. Then all the work she did as Black Panther just in that movie, like <laughs> no more like a word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was ecstatic because when I was going into it, I was afraid it was going to be Shuri. But the reason why I was afraid it was going to be Shuri was because I didn't think they did it that well in the comics. It was just kind of a fait accompli. Just well, she's a sister. She's now you know, eh. you know. I think that this movie gave great justification for her to be black panther she earned it she it wasn't uh, just like uh chadwick boseman earned it sure he earned it it, it was earned and uh i, I really really like that part so it, it it won me over in that regard as coming into it you know looking at it like they're going to do it like the comics not that i was consciously thinking that it was just that was you know typically they do a variation on the comics this was a strong variation off the comics in terms of the level of realism and justification that they brought to it. And I love that. I thought that was just spectacular. And Cyrus, you're right. It does recontextualize both the actions of the grandmother. And I'm, I'm going to call her the grandmother since I'm talking in reference to the kid. I can't remember her name. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's her name? She's a badass. I, What's the grandmother's I... name? Shit. Well, Ramonda in this the is, movie, but Angela Bassett. There we go. Character. Thank you. Thank you. I, that I could only remember Bassett. <laughs> I completely blanked. <laughs> oh God, bless Angela Bassett. She's spectacular. The climactic punch out between the 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 good guy and the bad guy has seldomly been more character driven or wrote, like has hit that hard. Or used less CGI. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're knuckle punching each other. I, uh, love I think that has something to do with it, and frankly, it's personal. It's yeah. not the world is going to go on fire, which was a threat, 
and was kind of motivating things in a lot of different ways. But at the end of the day, it's two people duking it out for stakes they view as personal on a beach, mostly with their fists and whatever, you know, personal weapons they have and wits. And I thought that was like awesome. And they didn't need that. That's kind of back to what I was training earlier. I, I feel like floating the ship out in the ocean and getting all the other Talokanil to come over there and throw fish bombs yeah. and whatever else. That was cool and whatever. And seeing Ironheart fly around in Midnight Angels, great. But I really felt like we, we didn't need that. A spectacle. Like we didn't need it from a storytelling perspective per se. Other excuses may have sufficed. Okay, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. But that fight between Shuri and Namor was was it. Reminds me of the end of Return of the Jedi. The Battle of Endor is going on, right? But it's Vader <laughs> versus Skywalker. That's what, that's why that's what you're there for. Yeah. That's you fair. just have to give people something to do, I guess. So there well, you go. You know the Ewoks ate the stormtroopers. That's why those helmets were empty. a fine meal. <laughs> that was like in canon. <laughs> Not in the movie, but apparently that was flushed out somewhere else. Oh, I didn't mean that. No, that I was going to say that's a, no pun intended. <laughs> no, oh, oh, I'm so happy that happened though. <laughs> That was great. I'm done. I'm out. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bees and dogs smell fear. That's... <laughs> the Ewoks hate the stormtroopers. The human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> Until you have dinner. Oh, man. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. And it, and it did feel kind of like it was. you're cutting away from the part you want to watch. And you have to get a little bit of spectacle and then go back. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I felt like I just, it was that, that fight between those two. You do have to give them something to do, right? That That's the, yeah. that's the choice and the, the right. delicate balance. Cause I, I was like, well, where the hell are the other 20 characters have been watching? What the hell are they <laughs> Nobody doing? else cares about this? Were they, <laughs> they eating popcorn Lunch. and watching this on the live stream from the drone? Like what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> you really could. Yeah. That's... You're always looking for an opportunity to write an interesting paper or journal article. And I, I would really love to talk about the water quality characteristics of Atlantis in the MCU and put that in a serious journal article. That'd be funny as fuck. I'd like to see your water analysis of every film that features a water-based scene. Oh, Waterworld. Oh, Waterworld. Well, I meant in the MCU, but sure, yeah, everything. <laughs> no, Kevin Costner, Waterworld. Go for it. Yeah, Got to start there. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be great. Yeah, Are I you could talk about. Gonna write another stuff. paper about why why Waterworld sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, the, the 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 smart play is to embed that as an assumption right at the beginning of your paper. <laughs> Waterworld sucks. <laughs> in this treatise, we will. <laughs> it's in the it's in the priors section. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. In this treatise, we will explore another area in which Waterworld sucks that has been less explored in prior prior papers and analyses. I.e., yeah, this this would write itself. <laughs> this, this would be great. Shit. Oh, I got a topic I'm going to throw out. Um, because Wait. Keyshawn, you haven't watched anything since the Cooper Rush era. Brian Kavon. Who's that? Are you? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys surprised that Paper Girl made it, and why the Last Man did not make it as a television series? Oh, Brian K. Vaughn. I heard K. Vaughn. Like K-A-V-O-N. I was like, who's Brian K. Vaughn? K. 
Kayvon is is the gonna be one of the Black Panthers. Keyshawn's <laughs> old man moment. <laughs> That's K apostrophe A Y N. I mean, come on. Paper. I mean, <laughs> back to the topic. <laughs> Paper Girls got canceled, right? I never even saw it. And I love that thing. Why the last man did? I thought Paper Girls was renewed. No, it got did canceled. They both... All right, well, just forget the last minute happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an interesting. It's an interesting topic that Paper Girls got all the way to a whole season. I think it's. The, I think your premise is still fascinating, Cyrus. Like, well, why did that one move? My get as far as it did. <laughs> uh, but the uh, but why the last man just couldn't couldn't get there even though they filmed filmed something right from like a pilot or something did you guys watch them both no i haven't watched either one actually i oh yeah boy i could weigh in on on why the last man my wife and i actually watched that one and they they great show great cast they made a decision that was uh, a little bit they leaned in too hard in making the main character dumb now, in the comic, he was immature, but he wasn't dumb. And on the show, I don't know why, but they just, his, the the, the, the character's decision-making logic was just like, man, this dude is a, like, Spicoli-level stupid on things that he would decide to do. And the the comic was not that way. Everything else on that show was great. The the Agent 355, da-da-da, holy shit. And, and all the characters and everything that was going on. The problem was is that their principal character, the one you have to come back to, was the least likable, most infuriating one on the show. And I, I felt like that's what shot that thing in the ass so quickly that eventually it, it lost everybody. And like the viewership just derailed over the first three episodes i think that all the rest of that cast boy they were flexing with that cast so it did so it did get a first season as well no it i don't even think it made it all the way to the end i I think they bailed on it yeah yeah i I I think that was the plan and they were like ain't no one watching this shit so right yeah except Keyshawn and And apocalypses are expensive so uh bye-bye now (laughs) yeah but holy shit everybody else that was on that show was killing it and the storylines that they had fleshed out from the comic were really good it was just infuriating and paper girls frankly i was very excited to get my daughter to watch that with me and by the time that i knew it was out it was canceled and i was like you know same as the netflix effect where it's like i'm not going to devote the time to watch it if i already know it's done even though i love i I love that story that it was fucking great (laughs) Brian K. Vaughn, with a little bit of a space between the K and the Vaughn, uh, I love that guy. I think he's a, a spectacular writer. I think this, the he, I, I feel like he rescued Lost back in the day. Oh, he's Remember underrated. He was brought in on that. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Although, with you. The, although the fans get that episode because they're stupid. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I feel like it. It was a uh, ground. It's, it's a episode. it's a it's a great episode about characters people didn't like. And mm-hmm. they transferred yeah. the rage for the characters onto the episode, which is actually excellent. Yeah. Yeah. But that's going way back before the Cooper <laughs> Rush era. So we, uh, we won't <laughs> relitigate that. Uh, Paper Girls, the series, is fantastic. 
Okay. Uh, so you watched I am it? So, oh, absolutely. Aaron and I loved it. I am so bummed oh. to find out. I could have swore it got renewed. I had no idea they were like, I'm going well, to look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. See. Yep, canceled but by Amazon Prime Video. Yep. It's still the it's still the same company that spent a billion dollars for Middle Earth, so maybe <laughs> something had to give. Deadline yeah. reports that they're trying to revive it somewhere okay. else. Okay. Who knows? But just a bit of advice. And this don't economy, to, good luck. <laughs> don't go to digitalspy.com to what to read anything. It's, it's in the name. Are you just covered? Are you right? <laughs> the first thing it does is ask you for cookies, and you can't avoid it. And it says "Digital Spy" in big block letters up at the front. Uh, no, I mean, that's Ariel this. nailed it. It's in the name. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. the brand. <laughs> you will regret this. <laughs> you think you're hiring a spy, but no, no. Damn. <laughs> it's, it is being shopped around, Cyrus. There, there's at least a floating hope. It ain't it gonna is. happen. Yeah, not not at. I don't know, really. Economy. Oh man! No, uh, streaming is over, guys. Is what we're what we're quietly finding out here. Oh, I don't buy it. I just wonder. Is, is... <laughs> Bob Iger's official report was, "Oh, we lost a lot of money." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, uh, all the stuff that's expensive without commercials is uh, is a bad plan. Oh, we'll just get commercials. Yeah, There's and no less way content. I'm back to cable. Yep, fewer Disney Plus shows per year. Uh, from from everyone, but Marvel has already like gone out and head and said that. I think for yeah. a couple of reasons, probably financial ones, but also creative ones. I think just to have more breathing room. So, you know, we'll be we'll be lucky if we get more than two. I think two is probably the max per year uh, at this point. I saw Marvel that or Disney Plus. Mar- Marvel specifically okay. was okay. the context, okay. but I wouldn't be surprised if the same type of pattern is like, well, there's a budget for X number of shows per large-scale IP, right? So your Star Wars probably gets one or two. Your Marvel gets one to well, two. You know, some other Pixar thing, one to two per year. In terms of streaming-only dedicated yeah. shows. Mar- movies is a whole other thing. Well, the, the, I, I kind of feel like you gotta... Maybe. Maybe. Theaters are gonna have to Star actually Wars bounce back. doesn't have any movies. Yeah, I mean, uh, 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 As far as I know, there's one, maybe two in development for Star Wars mo- films. And so I feel mm-hmm. like, well... You better lean into the if you're going to keep that IP fresh on all these young three second previews watching Gen Zers. Uh, if you're going to keep their attention, you better have something out there. And if it's not the films, you better be doing it on Disney Plus. So I kind of, I, I kind of was not terribly disappointed in the announcement, just because okay, if I get me my Marvel movies, you know, that's all I was getting before anyway. I'd be happy to keep on getting those. And then a little supplement of Disney Plus to kind of fill in. I love that thought. That's great. But flip it, and it's almost the reciprocal for Star Wars. I'm not really getting many Star Wars films. I'm glad they're leaning in on the Disney Plus side with Mandalorian, uh, uh, Ahsoka. Uh, God, what this? I think there's another and one. Or take, is the, uh... oh. take your pick, yeah, and Skeleton Crew and Bad Batch. And yeah, oh, oh yeah, loving that shit. Plenty of other stuff. Visions. Uh, <laughs> and I think... Uh, Star Wars gets uh, gets a lot gets ahead a lot with animation in addition to live action and yeah it's a different beast but I I think in general you'll find that the streaming they're reevaluating how much money they spend on streaming as Cyrus was just saying because revenue from that is not the same as the yeah, or TV. I, I got a question. The, for the you bad now. news is if you thought they were canceling a lot before, <laughs> oh yeah, they just oh. getting started. So you have an opportunity to do like. 
what Star Wars animation is, but you're going to do it for Marvel. What story would you tell? So think, think your day Filoni for the Marvel universe. Now, now I know they already did the, uh, Oh, son of a bitch. What if, Mm -hmm. but what's the story that you would go this, this is what we got to. I got to do my day Filoni for the MCU. The MCU is so good because. So, so you good. mean unfuck a bad set of movies? Not necessarily. I mean, just <laughs> you know, Dave Filoni did more. I mean, obviously he unfucked those movies, but he fleshed it out and like gave a really good tale unto itself. Of it, it built into itself over seven, eight yeah, seasons. Yeah. What would you do in the MCU that could, you know, what what property? is floating around out there that you could possibly do that to kind of fill in the MCU like that. Is there one? No, because they're already doing everything correctly for the most part. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 there's the thing. literally <laughs> uh, what's what what's her name in Devil Dinosaur? There's a fucking cartoon. Oh, right now. yeah, Moon Girl and Devil yeah, Dinosaurs. Yeah, it's out now. Yeah, surely there's got to be. Would it be the X Men? Would it be mutants? I think you can't... I mean the X Men is so broad. Yeah, sure. you could probably you could probably pick a sub team. And go animate that. And go animation first. While Great Lakes making... Adventures. Next well, time. Sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I wasn't thinking check a sub check. team. I meant like mutants. As mutants in the MCU. Where your animated yeah, show. Yeah, that's the answer. Just like, I think that might be it. That might be the perfect way to do it. I think though, like they got plans for that, so you can't just go yeah. off and start implementing mutants. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Post Secret Wars is going to create mutants for you more than there already are of the two or three that we've been introduced to. Like, oh, I, really? I guarantee you that, that floating around out there. I didn't I, know that. I, I I feel like that's got to be the plan. Like, you want to expand your properties out and introduce a whole slew of new characters. You do that <laughs> after the in the next phase, right? All all multiverse sagas in with one new universe. Yeah, that's. I think that's the point of Secret Wars. I think <laughs> that everybody is the rule. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, that's been since Crisis. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> that's right, it goes back at least Jesus. to Cooper Rush. <laughs> in Turkey, they've already got mutants. They got like three Wolverine yes. films in Turkey. Uh, but anyway. Westerners catch up. Yeah, yeah. The Men of Tomorrow. Yeah, Only I think I think if you world. took like we've got twenty-seven uh, X-Men prequels already. <laughs> I think you could do if you want to go quirky or you want to go uh, you want to involve mutants or not involve mutants. You can have an Alpha Flight animated show i think alpha flight or something like that great lakes avengers style ripe for do whatever you want in animation no one's really going to want to like what if you did a show called mutants and then just like on rebels where it was like they would go like three episode arc three episode arc three episode arc and then they would all kind of start coming together you could do the same thing with mutants where you did like a three episode alpha flight arc and then you you go over here and do the actual x-men and you do x-force and you do the x-s and x-that I mean, that's what they do in the comics simultaneously. And I'm just saying that that would work. That would. God, I wish they would do that. <laughs> I'm, let's write a proposal, boys. <laughs> it's time. Get your cowboy hats on. We're, we're going to go convince. We're going to go convince that robot that uh, uh, MCU needs a needs a uh, uh, rebels. Did anybody watch I, She-Hulk? Yeah. Everybody watched She-Hulk. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. Just if sure. they did, not all, they're wrong. And I hate that. Uh, yes, I love precisely. that. <laughs> I love that. It blew my children's mind when the Netflix thing kind of came. No, it was the Disney Plus thing came up. 
Oh, you want to talk about the menu when she like swings out of it? And... Oh my god! You want to talk about? I wish you guys could have seen children. Watch <laughs> that. At two that in the morning, blue, when I thought I was alone. Their, it turned their. It's like yeah, they would have the same look on their face if I had turned my face inside out in front of them. It was like they never conceived of such a thing. Thought Daddy had stopped the show. All sorts of blah blah blah. It was hysterical. That was so brilliant. And I'm waving old comics at him, saying they did it's, it in the comics. Your, Daddy, it's your fault. No, it's Kevin's fault. Leave me alone. <laughs> Gentlemen, oh. we're not going to top that. I think we need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> we need to end now, yeah. Come on. Oh, Jesus. Well, I laughed until I was dizzy. Thanks for making it in here, man. I know, I know that is not easy these days for you. Oh, my God. You have no idea. When the stars aligned, uh, that was uh, shocking. <laughs> shocking. And the fact that it hasn't been interrupted for an hour plus is a goddamn miracle. A goddamn <laughs> miracle. I can't tell you. Ariel, thanks for being here as always. Thank you for having me. I've been Cyrus Morozavi. This has been a Full of Sun and Fury podcast. This episode and previous episodes of Full of Sun and Fury podcast are available at fullofsoundandfurypodcast.com or by a subscription at wherever the hell you get your podcasts. This has been a Great Sword Studios production, copyright 2023. Istanbul forever!